Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten Podcast Series. My name is Christian Basil and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is called to more. This Lent, find guidance and hope in the example of Christ as we are led toward the ultimate hope of the resurrection. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 5, verses 21 through 43. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him. And he was by the lake. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue, named Jairus, came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and live. So he went with them. And a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years. She had endured much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had. And she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus, and came up behind him in the crowd, and touched his cloak. For she said, If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say, Who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, Little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was twelve years of age. At this they were overcome with amazement. He strictly ordered them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. Here ends the reading. One of my favorite movies has always been Empire of the Sun. It's based on a book by the same name, by J.G. Ballard, which is also excellent and came out in 1987. And as a story of a boy named Jamie, or Jim, Graham, who in the early days of World War II is separated from his parents in the international settlement of Shanghai just as the Japanese take over. The story follows his life through the war, 
the difficulty of internment camps, the deaths of so many people, and a growing disassociation with the world around him. In the very last scene, we see Jamie amongst dozens of other children waiting, hopefully, to be reunited with their families after the end of the war. What a confusing and heartbreaking scene, as clearly all of these children have trouble recognizing their parents, and their parents recognizing their children after years of war and separation. When Jamie's mother finally approaches him, he looks bewildered, looking over her hands, touching her lips, and finally her hair, before realizing that yes, this was actually his mother. And it's as if they are both brought back to life. Changed, yes, but somehow the same, and alive. If you choose to watch this movie after hearing this podcast, I guarantee that you'll almost be able to feel the embrace that they share at the end, Jamie's eyes closing, finally resting as he's reunited with his mother. It is this image that I have in mind as I read this gospel story today. Because resurrection, faith, hope, all exist and stand against the most hopeless and difficult situations. The gospel presents us with two difficult and hopeless situations. One is a woman who has been bleeding for 12 years. She is an outcast, unclean, ritually impure. The other is a 12-year-old girl who dies while her father goes out to seek help in the very last moments of her life. Both stories present us with a need for healing and restoration. Both involve women, both involve impurity, one from bleeding, the other from a corpse. This situation looks bleak. We are dealing with several layers of social barriers and cultural taboos. But with this story, we are presented with a Savior that breaks down social barriers and taboos. Jesus not only does that, but breaks down the barriers presented by the affliction of disease and death. And I wonder if we find ourselves doubting that Jesus can actually do these things. I wonder if we still allow ourselves to be restricted by barriers that prevent us from Jesus' healing touch. There are three instances of this kind of doubt in the story. First, the disciples don't think Jesus will be able to find the person that touched his clothes. Look at the crowd, they say. Second, people come to Jairus and say basically to give up his quest to heal his daughter because she's dead. And third, the people mourning at the bedside of the young girl laugh at Jesus when he says she is only sleeping. Faith stands against all of this. Faith gives us the hope to reach out and touch Jesus and know that we will be accepted by him when we come forward. In the end, the woman was healed of her disease and so restored to community. Faith tells us to disregard those that would pull us away from following Christ. Imagine if Jairus had walked away from Jesus and listened to those only who brought the bad news. Instead, he believes and follows Jesus through the worst moment of his life. And as Jesus stands there with him, his daughter is healed 
and brought back from death. Faith tells us that Jesus sees beyond what is just in front of us. The people that mock Jesus and laugh at him cannot see what is possible through him. They cannot see that death does not have the final say when Jesus is involved. So do we doubt that Jesus can transform us too? Do we have faith that we are able to reach through the social and cultural barriers that the world puts around us and know that Christ redeems us? Do we know that God sees us not how the world sees us, but instead sees us in the fullness in which we were created to be? This gospel is one that calls us to see beyond the difficult circumstances that life presents us with, because there are many. It calls us to see the healing and wholeness offered by Christ, the return to community and fullness of life that is possible. It calls us to go through these very difficult times with Christ and know that in the end our loving and life-giving God will find us in the crowd, no matter how lost or disconnected we could be, and welcome us in an embrace that fulfills every hope. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities, which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts, which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.